0: Can we go? Yes, we can go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode three of Shooting the Sith. I am Mr. Tim Tavala. With me is my co-host for today, Grogu, floating by in his little <laughs> his little bin. <laughs> Joining me is Mr. Ed Camus. You know him from Granny's PT Empire One Six One. You know him from all over pop culture, pros. Ed, welcome to the program. Uh-huh. What's up, dude? Thanks for having me, man. The first time I'm shooting the Sith. Absolutely, man. I'm pumped up. I'm pumped up to get going. But before we get going, before we do anything, we have to get to something very important. We have a very special guest to bring us the Akbar Fact Bar of the Week. He is a renowned professor in the world of Mon knowledge. You will not find anyone who knows more about Admiral Akbar than this gentleman right here. He is Doctor Jason Fischetti, and he's giving us our Akbar Fact Bar of the week. Jason, what's up, my friend? It's a trap, guys.
1: How's it going? <laughs> <Say>. <laughs> thanks. For... There you go. Ah, oh, beautiful. Um, all right. Thanks for having me on. I just, uh, I did, I was researching the, the the ancient scrolls today, and by the ancient scrolls, I mean Wikipedia. Uh, and what I found out was that Admiral Akbar was a dad, guys. Admiral wow. Akbar had a son named Aftab Akbar. He, no met, him only, he met him only once, right? He, he, he had a son after he retired. So after he single-handedly led the successful strike on Endor, uh, you know, recognizing the trap and saving the day for everyone. He retired, as we all know, and he went to Mon Calamari to live out his retirement years. And he had a son. Mm-hmm. Which again, I only met him once. And the only conversation they ever had was his son begging him not to leave retirement. And as we know, by leaving retirement, he was killed and called away to the big... Mon Calamari paradise in the sky. I don't know what the hell Mon Calamari paradise would be. I got to do more research into that. I'll
0: look up Mon Calamari heaven for you. See
1: what that comes out to. Please. I actually, I was thinking a lot about while I was thinking of what to say here about what the Mon Calamari religious structure must be. And I hope that there's like a book or something. Like I'm going to say this, Tim, if you can find a book that stars, that is about Admiral Akbar or Mon Calamari and it's on audible, I will listen to it as the weeks go by, and I will come on this show, and I will talk about it.
0: I have about six different versions of the Ultimate Star Wars Encyclopedia.
1: That is Every awesome. time it gets updated,
0: I steal one from someplace. So I guarantee <laughs> I, ha- I have a lot of information in those books for you.
1: That is awesome. All right. So I'm going to have to but check
0: your ancient <laughs> scrolls. Exactly. My ancient <laughs> scrolls might have a little something-something for you, Professor, so you never
1: know. I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, so uh, I, I, I'm, I'm just going to say this before I, I, I go, is that I really think that I'd like to think that Admiral Ackbar's last thoughts before he he passed was I should have spent more time teaching my son the family jargon. Because I think if Aftab had gone to his father and said, Dad, don't go out of retirement. It's a trap. I think, I think the Admiral would have listened. I think so too. Yeah, I mean,
0: he has to listen to his own advice. Exactly. He knows all about traps. He's the, he's the a forebore expert on traps.
1: That's true. That's very true. <laughs> no one else knew it was a trap on Endor, but that meant that calamari did. <laughs> I agree, hundred percent. All right. Well, I gotta I gotta run, guys. I got Mon calamari business uh, to attend to uh, at the homestead. But thanks for having me.
0: Thank you, Professor. You know you're welcome anytime you want for the right. act bar fact bar of the week. Anytime you Appreciate want. It.
1: I appreciate that, guys. And for me, it's a wrap. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Take care of yourself.
0: <laughs> Thank you. oh, Wow. That's one of my new fun, my little fun segment I like to have. Uh, we got the boss watching. What's up, boss? You stumbled upon the show and you know the host. That's, that's a coincidence, isn't it, boss?
2: Oh, wow, that's weird.
0: Yes. Gil, come on, Gil. I don't mess around when it comes to the bar, fact bar of the week. We're going to have a lot of stupid segments like this as the show gets rolling uh about calamari is planet do you see more of yes because don't forget they're not the only species on that planet the kit fistos species is also a part of that planet so we will see that and i thought you said calamari steve is hungry you're not too far off steve no not it's, too it's, far close. Off. it's close it's close <laughs> all right we're gonna get to this week episode two of boba fett drop but before we even do that eddie because we you weren't on last week uh give me your impressions of episode one um what you like? What you didn't like? What you could have been doing? What <clears throat> were you shocked at? Were you surprised? Were you like, "Holy shit!" Or you know, forty, um, 40 years into making a movie, getting out of that goddamn Sarlacc pit. So, what do you? Well, think? I think
2: it was. I think it was really cool that we finally got to see the explanation of how that happened. I mean, it was just kind of like it happened, and that's mm-hmm. it. So they took their time with it. Um, I'm gonna be honest. The first time I watched the episode, like twice, and the first time I wasn't totally blown away by it. And I'm like, "Is it me or something like that?" And I re-watched a lot, it. I'm a like, lot of people
0: weren't blown away by it, to be honest.
2: No, I, but I kind of appreciated it more when I just kind of took the time with it. And yeah, there was a lot to explore there. Like, how the hell how did he get out of Salt like Pit? So mm-hmm. we got the answer to it. It wasn't going to be just like, oh, yeah, I blasted my way out and that's it. Like, in the story, it's like a 30-second scene. It took a lot. We found out where he went with the Tuscan Raiders and everything like that. And now we see more of that, you know, in, in Chapter 2. Um, So, I thought it was really cool, though, honestly. I, I dug it. It's just like a slow... Episode one, well, chapter one, was just a slower episode. So, if you're just understanding, like, you know, a lot of shows, you kind of got to have that slow first episode to set things up and get things in motion. So, I, I dug it. Um, Shock-wise, I don't recall being... I wasn't shocked by no,
0: anything. Really. I mean,
2: I think there are conversations, you kind of explained it to me at times, where... Yeah, this is kind of what happened, but to actually see it done was was pretty badass. Yeah, um, I was and it was very interested in Boba Fett having to keep on going back to the back mm-hmm. yeah, to tank. Yeah, we haven't explained himself. why he has
0: to keep. Yeah, we don't know why he has to keep going back in there yet.
2: Yeah, I mean, I just chalked it up so far to him just being really fucked up.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, he did burn himself alive inside yeah. a pit of a giant squid thing. So. Yeah.
2: So, uh, <laughs> listen, guys are really fucked up in the Star Wars universe. They spent a lot of time in the back of the
0: tanks. So, so, so and, we, and don't forget, Vader takes regular trips to back to tank also. So,
2: yeah, we we did find that out as well. Um, yeah, but I I dug it though. And this week's episode, I mean, things picked up a lot more this time. And I'm I'm kind of digging the flashback stuff, which mm. is like, you know current time, which is after Return of the Jedi, which is kind of around when Mandalorian's taking place, we yeah, at this flash. It kind of reminds me of Arrow. Like early season Arrow in a way. Yeah, yeah, Which I kind of dig.
0: I like that. It's like he's it was over now, but let's see how he got out of the pit and how he got where he is. So, But instead of the island, he's in the Dune Sea hanging out yeah. with a bunch of Tusken Raiders.
2: Exactly. So, I mean, yeah. I, I, I That's how I'm looking at it. And I enjoy it. It's almost like you have two different
0: shows in one. Well, that's another thing I want to ask you too, because like I said, a lot of people I don't think are... Appreciating now, you're seeing the Tusken Raiders not just as this mindless group of killers, whatever you want to call them, they're actually a very structured mm-hmm. group, and there's groups and groups and groups of them. Yeah. Um, we're also getting to see guys who are wearing different color robes, which means that different significance. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I might have mentioned it last week, one of them could be rumored possibly to be become the famous Darth Crate because there is a Tusken Raider Jedi who turns bad, he becomes okay. Darth Crate, that dude in the dark robes. <clears throat> Is rumored to nice. be him. Again, that's not really spoiling anything. That's that's just a rumor. It's a rumor. I'm not, I'm not breaking anything up for you guys. No. Um, but yeah, what do you what do you think now between the Mandalorian and this now? I mean, is I'm not saying there's appreciation because they're not really good guys, they're not really bad guys, but do you have at least a little more appreciation for the for the Tuscan Raiders and, and, and their ways and and the what what they do? Uh <clears throat> yeah, no, because they've been like fleshed out characters now, mm-hmm. you know, like we,
2: we we know so much more about the whole thing now, so yeah, no, I definitely would, yeah, I guess the word is appreciation. We're just understanding them more, not yeah. just guys. It's like, because it's still right now, as far as we know with the sand people, they're just, you know, Lutini! and they steal <laughs> shit, and that's kind of their thing. We don't know that much about them, but maybe one
0: day we'll, we'll learn more about them, too. Who knows? I'm sure we will. Uh, digging the flash is one of what's going on in the modern timeline. Yeah, Gil, I, I, I do, too, at the moment. I am kind of digging that more. Um, but I am looking forward to see now that now we have Hudson play, which I knew mm-hmm. was going to happen eventually. I'm I'm gearing up for the present timeline too. So I think that's going to be great. As I said we'll get to the introduction of a certain furry black character, which everyone flipped flipped over about all the people in Star Wars universe. But first, let's get down to the, the episode. The episode starts where the first one left off. They have a prisoner. They brought him back to the Jabba's part. They ask him the questions. He will not answer. He will not talk. The droid says he will not speak because he's a member of that Nine mm-hmm. Wind Order bullshit thing and he won't speak to any man. So Fennec decides, well, let's see if we'll talk to the Rancor. Hits the old Switch, Java style, guy falls in the pit, shits his pants. I thought it was hysterical, the door open, and he just gave up the mayor. Gave yeah. him up. Like I'll oh, do, get me out of here. Get me the hell out of <laughs> here, and there's nothing even in there. And they even say, it's empty. And all you see in there, which of course is poetic, is a rat. Yes. I thought it was um, thought, fantastically poetic. Did you think there was gonna be a Rancor in there? No, I didn't think there was gonna be. where that thing is is a good question though. Yeah, I, I thought something was going to come out. I didn't think it was gonna be empty. I didn't think the whole thing was a bluff. Yeah, I d I don't because I, I don't I think I think his handler probably took him out when Jabba went down. Took him and okay. well with the body I mean. Yeah. The dead body. The body if the, the body was in it, that would have been pretty cool. I thought that was pretty funny, funny dead body. Big dead <laughs> Rancor body it had to be on the other side though where they crushes. his who crushed mm-hmm. him at the gate? But oh, uh, yeah, I thought that was a great little flashback. To, of course, a Return of the Jedi. Um, he gave up the mayor. The mayor, oh, I can't even pronounce his name. Mock Mok He's an Athorian. Which, if you collected the figures back in the day, he's a hammerhead, which is what they do. Is they use for the figure. But he is an Athorian. They talk through their throat, and they have a very cool power that was revealed in the Clone Wars, which is if they scream, they can pretty much vibrate and destroy anything in their path. Oh wow! Cool little nugget I, I, for people. I, I, yeah.
2: That's cool.
0: Cool little nugget for people who don't, who don't, who don't know that. And that mayor, by the way, is played by none other than Robert Rodriguez, the director. Yeah, find, the, they had to find his way in there. Of course, you know, you know they're going to make Rodriguez in there. They're all going to be in there when, when in one way or another. <laughs> Hitchcock. Anyway, the mayor decides, I, I got nothing to do with this, dude. I didn't try to kill you. I, have, I here's your little tribute that I got for you. This ain't me. You got a deal. A certain something go back to that club, you'll see what I'm talking about. Bob and Fennec head out, they end up in that club again. Which and uh, another another cool little fun fact that little droid on the bar is mm-hmm. from Star Tours. He was the pilot. Oh, wow. he was the pilot of the first Star Tours ship. Uh, if, if you nice. look back, and then he popped up some a couple other places too. But and he's also voiced and still is by Pee Wee Herman himself, Paul Rubens. Wow. I'm throwing, I, fa- I'm throwing the facts at you, man. That's, that's awesome. awesome man. I love it. That's yeah. that's awesome. So that's a that's a good little I like you know I me. Mean? I'm a ball, I'm all about the Easter eggs. I don't man. I don't I, the first time I watched the episode, I didn't even pay attention. I'm just looking for the eggs. Egg, egg, egg. And then I go back, oh, I thought the episode now <laughs> the hell, see what the hell happened. So anyway, uh the mayor, the they, they tell her, listen, we don't think you're in charge. Why do you think that? Go outside and find out, and boom, here come the parade sessions, everyone's gathered around. And here comes Jabba the Hut's cousins. I love how it's a family affair too. Yes. It has to be a freak family. They even say that. Family is more important than I got Vin Diesel on us. Family is bigger than 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 this money thing. And you're gonna find out why. That's exactly. It. Jabba <laughs> did this. He's like, We're family. It doesn't matter if you win a mile, we're, we're huts. Two huts by boy and a, a male and a female. Again, fantastic. I I love seeing the huts. Um when you think gangster, when you think criminal, you gotta think Hutt. Yeah, you had to figure they're not gonna just like let it go and that was it. Like I know Bid Fortuna took over after, but they were gonna come back at some yeah. point. Now now that's something I want to flashback. How the hell did Bid Fortuna manage to capture Is you know? That's that's uh, one crazy ass thing. Um so anyway, Boba decides, you know, listen, I'm I'm in charge now. I'm taking over his territory. This is my area. The hut says I don't think so gives a little nod, and here comes walking out of the back, our very first super Easter egg from the... Now, he's from the Marvel Comics series, too. He's not like he's an old-school dude. He's, mm-hmm. he's a rather new character. Uh, it is a black Wookiee, and I can't even pronounce his name yet, but it's like Crescentan? Cross, Crescent? Oh, I I more... Crescenta? uh, yeah, oh, Gil wrote it over here. Fantastic. But yeah, he's a pretty much... He, he, he's from the uh, Marvel run of Star Wars. Okay. He's not from an old-school dude. He's from a modern, more modern um run of comics. So he's also a badass bounty hunter. And I think it's going to be I, I think it's going to be awesome to see what this thing can do. Um Eddie, any comments about so far? What would you like so far in this episode? Uh I mean
2: his <clears throat> his showing up and him having him as the muscle. The Huts having him as the muscle was was pretty badass and I kind of wanted to see him get into some action immediately. I was wondering if that was going to go down but he was just kind of like the muscle, of the presence right now. I don't think this is... Th- there's no question we're going to see him in action at some point during this during this series. Um, but it was really cool to see another Wookiee besides, like, Chewie, and then, like, what, episode three was the last time we saw any other Wookiees besides mm-hmm. Chewie? So they're always they're always welcome back. I'm, you know, he didn't even speak, right? Like,
0: no. nothing. He kind of just posed and was, like, looking intimidating. Um, he, he looked pretty badass. He looked pretty... Cool looking, so I was like, oh, this is he looked different too. He wasn't just a black chewy, okay? He was, he was like, you know, a cool looking, uh, yeah, he looked like cool he had his Wookiee. own thing going on, yeah. I like that a lot too. Um, he's also <laughs> known by Santee, which I don't like, oh, BK no. or Black K, and he's a Wookiee bounty hunter, which BK. you know, Wookiees are black croissant. yeah, black, like he's Crescent. the bit, like he's the Burger King. He's a bird king. He's a bird king. That's what he did today. So, yeah, I'm probably up to see what they're going to do with him, how many more characters are going to introduce from that that run, because, you know, these, you know, Favreau and they know everything. Yeah. I like so, the fact that
2: they cherry-pick from different parts, like, you know, there's some expanded universe stuff, there's some comic stuff, there's, like you even said, the Star tour stuff. Like, they're cherry-picking what they're going to make canon, and I think that's really cool, and it even – it keeps everyone, all of us, like – Whatever level of Star Wars fan you are, on your toes to find out all oh, like who the hell is that? Who's that? So that's pretty. Yeah.
0: awesome. and don't forget we did kind of see a Wookiee in Episode One. The Trendosian was carrying a Wookie skin. Yeah. as as a tribute, which I thought again, those those two species do not like each other. And the because mm-hmm. fitting that city is full of uh, Trendosians and that Wookiee, I was wondering if we could to see any action between them. Because I, wow. I, don't, I don't I don't care if there's any. Uh, you know, he's a bounty on his shore, but I'm sure he don't like. The Trandoshans no. hunting, hunting down his species every chance they get. Frank, no, no, no Mets, no Jets, Frank. That's I'm telling you right now. I'll throw you right out of here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not not
0: on this show. Anyway, Boba Fett pretty much, you know, they say, you know, this is going to be our territory. He just blows them off. He blows off the book. He don't give a shit. Blows them all. Tells them to go back to Nalhada. Go do your thing. This is my territory now. And they say, okay. <laughs> and they turn around <laughs> and they ride off. But, I mean, come on. That ain't going to be the this.
2: No, they're coming back. And she even, um, Fennec acts as uh, Boba Fett too. Like you think that's really the end of it. He's like, no, that's, that's not going to be, they'll, they'll be back.
0: Yeah. And I, th- I think the setting up to really be the, the, probably the big bad guys of this season as far as, uh, modern time. Okay. What's going to happen in the back of the time? You know, <clears throat> I don't know, but that's what we're going to get to next. So they go back to the palace Boba hops back in his little back to tank where he likes to have his dreams. Yes. Um, and here we show him basically training with the Tuscan warriors, fighting with them, dancing with them. Yes. Whatever, hey, whatever floats your boat, Boba. I don't, I don't give a shit anymore anyway. He, he was eating it up. Yeah. Well, we get our first look at what they call the rail crawler transport system, which is basically just a train running yeah. through the desert. But what this train holds is spice and a bunch of illegal stuff and trying to get through from city to city without getting destroyed. And mm-hmm. since the Tuscans are pretty much scavengers, they don't wait to be shot at; they shoot first. So they they start shooting up the the tribe. Boba gets involved. Says, "I can get these guys. I can of get. Of course, them. he's thinking I, that. Yeah. yeah, I can take them out, no problem." Because he also happens to see a swoop gang, which again, as far as fans like me go, hearing about a swoop gang is fantastic because they're like the they're the outlaw bikers of Tatooine. They even mm-hmm. got the vests and they nice. ride around on their speeder bikes, and they and they. You know, break up bars just like any other gang would do. Any other Hells Angels would do. So he rolls up into this bar, deciding he's going to steal some speeder bikes. Now, here's my favorite Easter egg. And again, a lot of people probably didn't get it. There's a man and a woman in this bar sitting at the table. Uh, They uh. are Luke Skywalker's childhood friends, Fixer and Cabby. They all wow. you will only know that from the novel, or you'll know that from the deleted scenes, which I did post on this page. They are his friends. It said fixer and cami, and they used to call Luke Skywalker Wormy as a child, as a kid. Yeah. So no way, when, 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 when Luke talks about going into the Tashi station, that's who he's going to meet. He's gonna meet Tank, uh Cami, Fixer, but Biggs came back at the end to say, by the way, I jumped to the Rebels, and that's how that whole thing started. So I thought that was a great even more important than the black wookiee i thought that was more important i thought that was way cool cuz i spotted her hairstyle right away i said holy shit that's fucking Cammie from episode 4 guaranteed and then i saw this kid fixed with the saying at the same 70s haircut i ran right to the deleted scenes i said yes it's got to be them got i know my name
2: <laughs> i definitely noticed the 70s
0: haircuts right away but i kind of felt like they were just trying to make it look like it was you know no they made, they half made the them time. look if you if you go back and watch the scene now they look just like them they did a perfect job with the hair Okay. Making them look like Fixer and Cameo. So yeah, those are my two uh those that, that was probably my favorite Easter egg where I got all like, Oh my god, look, it's them. It's what <laughs> you've never seen before. Like we haven't seen his friend since Biggs died of the Death Star. So I know that was pretty cool. Um what do we do now? Oh, Boba Fett decides, you know, he just destroys that whole swoop gang, kicks yeah. the shit out of all of them, steals their speeders, tells the Tuscan Raiders, I'm gonna teach you guys how to ride, which that what did you think? Hilarious. I was gonna say, what did you think of that scene? And how you know way, people, yeah. <laughs> this is where people I think have a problem with the show so far. They're not liking that kind of stuff. What do you think of that stuff?
2: Well, they're upset about the fact that Boba Fett's with the Tuscan Raiders and just yeah, like teaching. A lot of them people or... are
0: saying it's slow, it's too slow right now.
2: No, I mean we're we're learning about a whole gap of time that he lived and I think that's important that you see that. I don't think they're gonna he's gonna be with the Tuscan radios forever, but I thought it's really cool that we got to see when we see him in The Mandalorian in season two. You know, he's on Tatooine and he's got his whole stick and you know he's dressed a certain way and everything like that. And it kind of looks like we're learning how he got to that and what the heck he's been doing. And I think like a lot of fans want to know what the hell has Boba Fett been doing this entire time. You know, at least between, yeah, Return of the Jedi and when we see him in Mandalorian, and that's where the buildup is going. I, I just have a feeling, though, we're not going to get the flashbacks throughout this entire season. I don't think it's just going to be him and Tusken Raiders and then, you know, present time, and that's it. I think he's gonna we're going to still find out what the heck else happens to him in between now and then.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's going to be uh, – I think they're going to start focusing more on the present because, listen, the way they've done it so far with the Mandalorian, you know it's going to be – like so far, like you said, between the Wookie, between uh, Cameo and Fiction, there was a little, there was a little cameos, yeah, a little, and you know they're gonna come out with the big ones eventually. Mm-hmm. Someone's gonna show up on this goddamn show. It's getting everyone's gonna be like, oh my god, I can't believe this. <laughs> this is actually like real. This is actually happening. So, well, didn't you call Obi Wan showing up at some point? No, in no, a flashback guy. or something. Well, no, because he's already dead.
2: I thought you had called something like that, that we were going to get somebody uh, showing up.
0: No, sorry, you're right. Obi-Wan would be dead by this point. Um, I'm I'm thinking one of the other bounty hunters from Empire Strikes Back. Okay. I'm thinking Dengar. I'm thinking uh, one of those guys, Boss even. Mm-hmm. So a lot of Trandoshans seem to be hanging out in Tatooine, which doesn't make sense. Everything hangs inf- out on Tatooine. But they're amphibious, so I don't know why you want to hang out in the desert. That doesn't make sense to me, but hey. Whatever, I can't speak logic about a galaxy far, far away.
2: Everybody finds <laughs> a
0: way to Tatooine. That's why I said it, it, it's, it's the worst planet in the galaxy, and yet the most shit happens on that planet. Oh, yeah. I mean, like in the history of Star Wars, I mean, yes, I mean, two of the greatest people in the history were born on that planet for Christ's sake. Mm-hmm. So, what, whatever. Uh, so yeah, I thought that scene was great with Boba Fett teaching the Tuscans how to ride the bikes, how to jump from bike it. to bike. Uh, they got his little buddy from the first episode with the mirror. You have this signal when the when the train comes through. First of all, they have a train. I thought was just kind of genius. I don't know why I, I this train thing. Like, I thought it was cool as shit. You don't expect and to see a train running across the uh, the desert.
2: No, that, that, no, especially with no tracks or anything. Just kind of lost out. So obviously it's hovering, but
0: yeah. So long story short, with that though, they take that they take down that the uh, the train and they tell these guys, listen. You wanna come through here, that's fine, but you gotta pay a price from now on. Weapons, water, whatever they gotta do. And these guys like, you know, do you have any spice on board? are like, what the hell is that? And boom, that's what that is spice yeah. is like is like the do I wanna say the <laughs> cocaine, the cocaine of the galaxy? That's what I always thought it was. I mean it's, yeah. it's it's for a lot of stuff. It's for a lot of stuff. But yeah, spice seems to be very important. Kill those five with the paces for the time, as far as I'm concerned. I agree in some facets. Um, I don't want them spending the whole show with the with the Tuskens, I don't think. Yeah. Because I, well, I also want to know how much time is in between then, because that's after Return of the Jedi, and then Mandalorian is five years later. So, so what's, what, what was he doing for five years? <clears throat> In okay, five we, years, like somebody was on an island for five years? Unless he was in the Sawlak for two years I and mean, we he just found his way out two years later. Yeah, well, we don't really know how long. Um my guess
2: is I, I think it's kind of shortly after. The after he gets out I don't think he was in the Sawlak that long.
0: Yeah. Couldn't have been. It's just my guess. Yeah. So like I said five Mandalorian takes place five years later. So that's I said that's five years worth of stories you could tell. Him on Tatooine, or maybe just for now on Tatooine. But I don't want to see him on Tatooine for five years. I like to see him go out and do shit. But like you said, we see him in the Mandalorian for the first time. What is he? He's dressed like a Tusken Raider. So that's, I'm guessing there can't
2: be that much time in in between. But I'm sure he had other shit to do besides them. But
0: it, yeah, it, yeah, he has it's a funny you mentioned barn.
2: five years because there's also five years that Oliver Queen
0: was on the island as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's all coming together now. I'm we have, we, have, we have an arrow parallel. Yes. But yeah, it's true. It is true though. Um, how they're gonna do that, I have no idea, but like I said I'm gonna put my trust in them, I guess.
2: Yeah.
0: Um where we go from there. That was a good one. The Spies, the Clone Wars, the Pike Syndicate. The Pike Syndicate, by the way, is the name of that group. They're also a well known criminal organization. And um uh, I, I also thought was it was gonna...
2: badass when um their leader or whatever. Asks uh, Boba Fett. he's like, you know, are you guys gonna kill us? And he's like, well, it depends on what your answer is next. So he, was just, he was just like ready to go there, and yep. obviously they have their conversation about the spice and everything. Um, yep. And they bust open their water truck because they their uh, tank. He had told them like, you know, oh, we're gonna die. Just walk towards the sun or whatever. And he's like, well, here, you know, here's this water and stuff like that. You can get
0: what you get, and that's it. Gonna get one of those little bubbles they've been drinking out of for the last two episodes. it's here, water eggs or walk. whatever the hell that is. Yeah, walk, walk now. Yeah. No. Um so from from this, from this big battle, Boba Fett's basically initiated into this Tuscan tribe. Mm-hmm. He gets the robes, he gets he finds he, he gets gets a little high, gets a little, yes. little mystic. The Tuscans all of a sudden become like a like a mystic group with his little little drugs, little peyote, whatever they give to him. He well, what was the giant. deal
2: with the dragon thing that they give him?
0: The dragon thing.
2: So they, he says here, I'm going to give you a gift. They give Boba Fett a gift, and that thing flies up his nose or in his mouth or whatever, and yeah that's makes to someone like, is like trippy shit.
0: Yeah, it's like, I guess that's like that's like the peyote, I guess. Okay. And it's supposed to guide him, and it, I think it guided him just to the to the branch.
2: Yeah.
0: For them to make his own gaffy stick, and I knew right away what that was going to be. think they going to make the gaffy stick, which is pretty cool watching how they make it. Yeah. Um, and you, I thought the gaffy stick was just like wood. It's not. It's all kinds of shit. That's what makes it so strong and so powerful. And they give him his robes, and he comes out all badass looking. Even though I don't like the robes mixed with the Moba outfit, the armor. No, not, not, not a fan of that. <laughs> I'm glad they don't do that no more. I'm <laughs> glad they, they took that away for this one. I wasn't, I wasn't really thinking that. It looked a little weird to me. Um, but yeah, so now he's official member of this tribe, and I think that's pretty cool. So now I think we're going to see him for a while. I hope not the entire show. But I think we're going to see him with this tribe of Tuscan Raiders, and who knows who the hell he's going to run into.
2: Again, they gotta run into somebody like of some sort of significance at, at some point. They can't just be sitting in a, in the middle of the desert somewhere, dancing and making things and carving stuff and like getting high at times. Well, like, that's
0: why. so I said Obi Wan. I don't think Obi Wan's going to spend his show the entire time in the Tatooine desert. Because how much can you possibly do? Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. This show is proving that there's a lot of shit going on in that planet. Mm-hmm. You got gangsters. You got gangs you got the pike syndicate you got Sarlax, you got we got we already seen two new monsters introduced two creatures introduced eating jawas and eating eating you know tuscan raiders so i mean it's a fucked up place how you live there i have no idea uh i don't know ask people in arizona <laughs> <laughs> but, but it seems way, pretty similar but at least they have water they can turn a faucet on and get some oh they have an eggs
2: there's water <laughs> eggs
0: laying on the sand apparently you don't need moisture evaporators like stupid Uncle Owen. It's like can camp- little canteens. Yeah, it's basically what it is. Which is kinda of weird to think about it under well, whatever. I'm not even gonna judge it. <laughs> um, so what was your what was your what was your favorite part of this episode so far? Well the episode the episode's pretty much over, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was, your, mean, what, what was your favorite part of the episode, do you think?
2: Uh my favorite part was the whole uh introduction of the uh the Hut Cousins as I'll refer to them for now. Um yeah, I don't know the names they, yet. No they names. didn't drop names, right? I didn't miss the names there. Um, yeah, I think that whole scene, that whole dialogue there, and then we get, you know, uh, we get the uh, black chrysanthem, whatever it is, that whole exchange I thought was cool because it, it also shows Boba Fett being super badass because he wasn't backing down or intimidated by any of it, and he's still laying his claim, you know, to as being the crime lord, which... I'm I'm curious to see how that goes. Like you kind of just show up and take out the old guy and then i will say you're the you're the
0: crime ward. I guess that's how the gangs yeah, I guess can <laughs> you, so. you claim you claim it and that's it. And if someone that's better it. better comes along as Bib Fortuna learned, yeah, you're out. Come come get come get me, that's it. See, I just think I have a feeling that Bib Fortuna was placed there by the Huts, the huts. as like a that.
1: as like
0: as like a front thing. He doesn't have no power, no strength. And how did he get off the sail barge? Then again, I can see him running. Once shit hit the fan, he probably ran. Yeah. So, I can actually see that happening.
2: And Luke and and Leia and everyone rescued it. And Leia had too
0: much going on. They didn't need to worry about Big So No, no, he didn't have to worry about him. Um, But yeah, I mean, so far, I'm digging both of them. I like both episodes. I'm not worried about, you know, I guess I'm more biased than most people. But I said all these little Easter eggs that are popping up is what gets me excited. Mm -hmm. uh, Because they do a phenomenal, you know, Favreau, Filoni... Rodriguez are all doing a phenomenal job with this, and I, I'm looking forward to the last. I, I hate the fact that it's only like eight episodes, nine episodes, whatever it is.
2: Yeah, well, we run into that too with like you know, all the Disney, like both the Star Wars and, and Marvel shows too. Like,
0: yeah, Hawkeye. Was, then, well, Hawkeye was
2: six. Six. That's it. That sucks. And it could have went, I felt it could have won 10 easy, easy, but yeah. Um, oh well. Sometimes less is more. With this, you know, because, you know, the, the knock some shows get is that they drag it out. You got filler episodes where shit doesn't happen and stuff like that, so I don't think you're going to get any of that with here. But um, from what you're you're saying is that it seems like a lot of fans want things to, the pace to pick up where they're expecting Robert Rodriguez being involved, so it was going to be nonstop, like,
0: blood fest and shootouts. and I guess so. But I, Yeah, I don't see, the, you know, the point of that, having just constant shooting, and, and, and so it doesn't, with no story, it doesn't lend anything. Yeah, to the story. Of these guys. Like I said, we, we we already have a whole new respect for the Tuscan Raiders, learning their ways. Yeah, seeing that they're not just mindless creatures. They're 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 a tribe of <laughs> you know. And you got to remember something too. I tried to explain this last week to to Eric that they're not, they're they're most of them are human who decided to take up that lifestyle. It's almost like switching religions and and becoming oh, something else. I, I don't the, know that those bandages are part of it they're put on there so your skin will never see the sun again and you're in the, the thing, the mouth thing, it's all yeah. part of their tribe. It's all part of their lifestyle. They even There has been several times where they've actually took people and forced them into it and wow. made them get used to it. And, it. and if you mentally can get through it, you can become a member of the tribe. But most people can't get through the mental a- aspect of being wrapped up in those chains, the, the, those bandages in 150-degree heat with, with your eyes and your mouth all, you know. I couldn't do so yeah, I couldn't do it either. I would die the first day. I'm like, I'm done. I'm out. You guys win. See you later. Throw me into sarlacc because I can't do this anymore. Sounds so, like yeah. the
2: initiation of Cobra Kai.
0: Yeah, basically. <laughs> so like I said, that this is why I said I love the fact that we're learning a lot more than what they are. And then the fact that the possibility that one of them could be force sensitive is really cool.
2: That is and, really cool. I like seeing other characters that are not Skywalker lineage. Being force sensitive, like that is a cool thing, I think. Or anybody,
0: it yeah, is yeah, yeah, one thing, people forget, yeah, because people forget too, like you know, just because the Emperor Vader died and Luke was the last one, doesn't mean he's the only force sensitive one in the whole galaxy,
1: yeah. They're no, still that would be they're terrible. Still,
0: they're still out there, yeah. You that's, just, that's stupid, so um, yeah, so that wraps up episode two. I'm well, looking forward I, to episode I, three already. Hey, we got something, hey, throw it out there. What do you got? No, I was just gonna say is that I think what's really cool, and I, I don't
2: mean to keep doing comparisons to, like, some of the Marvel shows on the other show that I'm on. (laughs) But, um, no, I think it's cool when you get to have a series about that's connected to a universe of films. You get smaller characters like the Tusken Raiders and stuff like that. And, you know, as we saw with the Mandalorian, the Mandalorians, they get their time to shine, and we get to learn and appreciate them because before these two shows, Bobo Fett was just this cool, really badass, cool-looking guy that was a bounty hunter briefly, and he was off, then that's it, like from mm-hmm. a film perspective. And now you have shows that get to dig deep and, like you said, you get appreciation for these things, and the Marvel shows have done that as well, like you know, with Hawkeye. He's kind of like the other Avenger, and like for some people would see him as, but now it's like, holy shit, wait, he's a badass now. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we can appreciate that. Uh, so I always like to see other smaller characters getting their time and then their respect, and you appreciate them when you see them in the films then.
0: No, oh, no, I agree 100. percent. And it's like just for someone like me, like you said, you're getting to see shit from when you were a kid that you never thought you'd ever get to see, and there no. it is. And that's why fans should make these movies and this stuff because it it pays out. Fans, pays- yes,
2: you listen. There are fil- trained filmmakers and storytellers there that are also fans. oh yeah, that's what give I mean. it to them. That's what give I mean. it to them because we've seen that a lot of ways. Like I told you, we were. You know, it's going to do eight o'clock, but I was wrapping up season four of Cobra Kai. And mm. that show is made by super fans of The Karate Kid. And mm. they approached, you know, Machio and, and Zapka about it. And now it's like, hey, you've got a number one Netflix show that's there that's still going. And it's like, it's cool to see that. Like, you know, John Favreau doing it with Star Wars, and you get comic fans doing the Marvel stuff too. So, yeah, you're right. That's where, you know, that's where the, the bread and butter is right there. Find people that are passionate about it and let them get the reins of it and go with it. And it seems to be working everywhere.
0: And the rumor is we, we may see Lucas directing one of these shows coming up. That
2: would be I cool. Which I think would be pretty
0: cool. Which I think would be really cool. Speaking of those shows, Ed, before we even go, uh, out of all the shows coming out, which one are you looking forward to the most? Uh, uh not, Don't say Mandalorian Season 3. It's got to be one of the new shows. That's a cheat. I so, know. That's a, that's so a cheat. So that's a cheat. So it's Obi-Wan, Ahsoka, Disciple, uh, Andor...
2: Oh, the Acolyte.
0: Uh, the Acolyte, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, which one do you think you're looking forward to the most?
2: I mean, that's tough because I'm pretty excited about Obi-Wan now because I do want to see – I mean, we got Hayden Christensen coming back. And I'm really uh, – I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm <laughs> very – yeah, you're right. He's, so he's going to be on Ahsoka as well. Um, I want to know how he's going to be used in Obi-Wan. I am so fascinated about how that's going to be because, uh, you know, as we know, he was Vader at that time. I don't think you're going to bring back the actor just to put a costume on him and that's it. No, no, I'm, I'm think thinking I'm flashback.
0: I'm thinking flashbacks. I'm thinking uh, nightmares. Yeah, you that's know, how stuff. I
2: think we're going to see his face.
0: Which is how I think we're going to see him in Also, I think we, I think she's going to have uh, a lot of nightmare type things. But with that show went to, to you know the Clone Wars went to crazy places where they were flowing through time. I mean, she may actually see meet Vader, the real Vader. On that show, somehow, the, doesn't she fight Vader? Yes, on on uh, Rebels or Clone phenomenal Wars. Phenomenal scene,
2: yeah,
0: phenomenal scene. Because uh, spoiler alert, I'll put the spoiler up. Spoiler: She she pretty much gets a good blow in him and, and blows his mask off. When he turns, he comes back as kind of yeah. like Anakin for like a split second. This is Ahsoka, and she sees finally that who he really is, and she just basically like shits her pants and. Fucking great scene! It's such a great, great. That's like a, that. That's something I would love to see live action.
2: So you, maybe they will redo that scene.
0: I would. Oh my god, and, that would be so that. good. And to have Hayden Christensen do that. Oh my god, I would love it. I would um, absolutely love it.
2: I, I'm gonna honestly. I'm actually gonna have to go with the acolyte because I don't know that much about it, and it, like I know you're excited for it because it's a, you know, supposed to be centered around the point of view from like the Sith. Mm-hmm. so that's something we've never seen before. That's why I would say that. But I well, I mean, as a Star Wars fan, I have different levels of interest with it, like Andor. I'm, I love K2SO, and I know he's going to be on that show, so I'm excited to see more of him. I love that character. Yeah, and Obi-Wan, how could you not be excited for everything that's there? And Ahsoka also, how could you not be? Because we got a taste of that in Mandalorian Season 2. And now we're gonna see you know Rosario Dawson fully as Ahsoka, and she's supposed to be chasing down Grand Admiral Thong, right? Like that's supposed to be where
0: that's focusing on. Yeah, which might lead to Ezra from Rebels popping up. I know we're already getting Sabine yeah. from Rebels gonna be popping mm-hmm. up. So yeah, I mean it's it's
2: the shows all sound great. Like how can you not be amped up for all the shows? But I, I guess I'll just go to the with the acolyte because there's a lot of unknown because it's so different. Than anything
0: we we've seen before. Yeah, so. as I said this too. That's the one we know the least about too. But I mean, for me, I, I said it last week too. And actually, right now, it is actually Obi Wan. Okay, because because I want that. I want to see him. I don't want to say the word suffer. I want to see him go through that those emotions because I think you okay. McGregor will pull that off beautifully, of yeah. you know regret and 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 guilt. And, and protecting Luke and, and, you know, fighting with Uncle Owen because, you know, that's coming. We're, we're, we're going to finally have that showdown because he brought back – you're not just going to bring back – what's his name? Joel Egerton? That's his name? What's his name? Yes, yes. No, you're, you're not right. just going to no. bring him back to walk by the screen like, hey, I got I got Luke. See you later. No. They're going to have that showdown that we've been looking for, again, for 40, 50 years. That's why these shows, I think, are so fantastic because all the shit we want from kids is all coming for, to fruition. It's all coming to the forefront.
2: Yeah, and we get to see how he ended up being like a nomad in, on Tatooine like nobody knows him. He's the creepy old man and, and like just, I, I want to see how he get from one place to the other.
0: How he, and then becomes this calm, just this yes. calm, badass Jedi guy, It's old man. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that the most, I think. As much as I want to see Grand Admiral Thrawn and Ezra come back, because uh, that's just going to be crazy. And live, action, and live you, action. It's only been animated to this point. Yeah. We're going to see a big Ezra and Grand Admiral Thrawn. And and that, again, that's another show where you can just start pulling out ridiculous names. And who who loves you? You know, they can do whatever they want. Well, did you also see the reports
2: that, um, you know, Patty Jenkins had moved, she gave up the Cleopatra movie that she was supposed to direct also to focus more on Rogue Squadron? Yeah. And obviously, and, and Wonder Woman 3. But I obviously will focus on Rogue Squadron being the. This the same. Um, I mean, it's nice to see that she's going to put the focus on it. I still want to see what the heck that's about. Like, what is it exactly besides just a rogue squadron of, you know, X-Wing fighters, like fighter pilots? I just yeah, want to know what, when, when it takes place. That's what I want to know, and, when it
0: takes place.
2: Yeah.
0: And is it going to be like a, a paramilitary group, like a secret group that goes out and does their shit? And
2: that would be we'll- cool.
0: Is it Luke going to be involved? Because he is, he is yeah. Rogue Squadron. Him and Dak and Wedge and all those guys. So you know, yeah, I'm interested too. But you know how I am with Patty Jenkins right now. I'm, I'm a little, uh, I'm a little, I'm a little wary.
2: But be confident because she <laughs> gave up a movie that she was going to direct to focus on it. So maybe she's
0: okay. passionate
2: about it and realized it. I don't. Know. I, I, I'm I trying to be she, positive.
0: I hope she hits it out of the park. I really do. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't want to hear all the you know. It's it's bad enough we got all the negative Nellies out there yes. hating what you're supposed to be loving just to hate it. Of course, and, I, I, mean, and I don't know how you still bitch and moan because you know, like I said, the Mandalorian is just it brought everything back. Yes, it brought it back, and Boba Fett too. It's it's bringing everything back. It just makes you feel good. So you watch these shows, and it feels like Star Wars. Like yeah. it really feels like Star Wars. Yeah, sure. And again, I, I'm not one to knock the Disney up the movies, but. Star Wars feel, Force Awakens yes. The other two maybe not so much. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it said especially Rogue One felt like, like Star Wars. Rogue One, I love Rogue One. Rogue One's one of my Rogue favorite One. Movies. Yeah, we talked about it. I
2: mean, on on 5161 on right,
0: And one, one day we'll do a, we'll do another recap of our mo- our favorite movies on the show. But once oh, I get sure. once I get all the uh, stuff, all the bugs worked out of this show, mm-hmm. we'll see. Uh, but yeah, I think that's it. We're gonna wrap it up. That was a cool episode. I can't wait for the third one. Um, hopefully we get some news coming this week and do some other segments. Because right now it's been quiet in Star Wars Land. Yeah. They released Boba and they're like, dude, that's it. Well, we got Boba, shut up, enjoy that's it. That's it. They want
2: all the attention on Boba Fett now.
0: That's right. Uh, oh, by the way, they finished they just finished season five of Cobra Kai. Oh yeah,
2: no, I saw they 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 shot they they filmed it already. So I, already I was filmed. reading an article that was saying that they were
0: I'm thinking about the end of the year. Probably by the end of the year we'll get at that.
2: Oh, uh, yeah, or I don't know if they're going to hold on to it until because New Year's Eve day
0: seems to be their oh, release, niche. Release it early. Come on. Yeah. I know uh, of- Or I also think they
2: got to shoot these things quick before some of these,
0: they, the actors
2: get too, they age out and get, you know, too old.
0: Yeah, they can't be 18 and the Karate Kerman anymore.
2: Yeah, no, then they're going to look like. 36. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're going to be Karate Man like in
0: Karate Kid 3. <laughs> like, yeah, Daniel fighting, two men fighting for the under-18 title. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, and it's supposed to be a year after the first one. <laughs> All right, we're going to wrap it up, there, everybody. Don't forget, Boba Fett, Wednesday, Wednesdays at 3 a.m. I'm just kidding. I watched it at 3 a.m. You don't have to watch it at 3 a.m. You can watch it whenever you want. <laughs> uh Every Wednesday, Star Wars News, hopefully, I'm trying to get the show going. I'm trying to get everything going. I'm trying to get my guests coming on, hopefully soon. But they keep backing up because they're assholes. No, they're not assholes. They're nice people. I'm not going to insult <laughs> them before they come on here. Anyway, <laughs> hopefully but if anybody out there has any problems you can call me up. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about comics. We'll talk about tattoos. We'll talk about collectibles. Anything you want to talk about, we're here for that. Uh, Ed next week, Granny's PC Batman 89, right?
2: Batman 89. It will be next week, next Wednesday at 830. So if you're into Batman 89, come check us out. We'll have a Superman Lois season 2 premiere. Uh, and we might be adding in Lego Batman. We're working on that. So, Ooh, but nice. Batman
0: '89 is the focus. So, I'm sure, I'm sure I'll pop us. on. I'm sure I'll pop on for Batman '89 uh, tomorrow night. A to Z program with Eric Zan and I believe myself. Yes, myself. We we have a pretty funny show plan. We're going to watch the old '50s, '60s, '70s health videos and stuff they used to make you watch in school. <laughs> Plus, we're going to throw in some of the funnier ones, like like uh like be afraid of the homosexual. Which is one of the funniest things you'll ever that see. I mean, it's crazy, sad. It's crazy. It's crazy. crazy, it's, but crazy. It, it's absolutely insane that this is how this country used to think. I have it's, seen it. Oh I, my it's god, crazy. See, so that's what Eric showed me the, the the hygiene ones. I said, "No, man, watch this one." He saw that one. He goes, "We have to do that." I said, "I told you, it's insane." That one in the nuclear war one where it says, "You know, get under your desk and you'll be yeah. safe." No, you won't, asshole. <laughs> Dead. Didn't
2: they spoof that
0: on SNL with Tom Brady? I could have sworn he was on it. They always spoof that. Yeah. Even in, like a lot of shows, they spoofed and The guy was like, dude, I'm not getting out of my desk. I'm gonna die. We gotta go into a, <laughs> a basement, like, dig a hole, get down there. So that's tomorrow, night ADZ program. And next week we start all over again. Um, uh, about my granny's PCD. Just sweet. We'll be coming back soon. We're trying to get a little uh something going. I'll tell you that later. Just sweet wrestling, myself, Eric. Uh double O Deep Dive, Dr. Monday, night. Monday night. Dr. Foshetic, who you saw is, is the master. He's Q of that that show. Ed is also on that show with him. What movie are you doing this week? Uh, we're doing the original BBC version of Casino Royale. Oh, which is crazy. I actually want to watch that. That sounds really interesting.
2: Yeah, we're gonna stepping out before we get into the Pierce Brosnan era. So,
0: no, I'm, gonna, yes. I, I'm only coming on for Jaws, and Jaws only. I, told, I already told Jason <laughs> that. I'll do the two Jaws movies, and I'll be happy. That, that used to freak me out as a kid. I liked him as a kid and I hated Roger Moore. <laughs> and uh, yeah, next week also on Sportsman Like Honda, we're getting to the playoffs. Well, we start throughout our last show. Thank God, because it's just a depressing, depressing year to be a Giants fan. It's a depressing five years, actually, yeah. to be a Giants fan. We're going to wrap that show up also. And let we start all over again. Don't forget to follow us, popcultures.com, popcultures Facebook page. We all have individual Facebook pages. Follow all them. Audio. Spotify anchor, we're on all that shit too. We're everywhere, man. Just make sure you click and like us all on YouTube. Watch every show. Ed, any following? Any uh? Last words before we head out? Um, uh, no, I, I got nothing.
2: Just be safe, everybody. Enjoy all the shows. Watch them all. Like them all, like Tim said. Um, uh, and we'll we'll see you next week. Cause I have a feeling I I will be popping on to talk about some Boba Fett with you, man
0: hell yeah anytime you're welcome anybody's welcome come on in and remember ladies and gentlemen do or do not